Preservation of One. This is K Knowledge talking with Miss Kathy Likes, Jarvis Light. He was 35 on December 29th, 2017, being killed by Georgia's police. Miss Kathy? Yes. Hi. Can you please tell what happened? Uh, yeah. Um, Jarvis had just left home on about 9 30 that night. Um, he had Take those handcuffs off of him 
mm. they were putting them on the stretcher. They, yeah, they told him you know, they told them to take the handcuffs off of Jarvis, and as they put him on the stretcher. So once the ambulance uh, got him inside the ambulance, they didn't leave immediately. They actually stayed on that scene about about nine minutes before they pulled out to take Jarvis to the hospital. When they got Jarvis to the local hospital, uh, the trauma team continued working on Jarvis, but um, he was pronounced dead at 10.37. Jesus. The gunshot, the gun, I mean the bullet that the uh, state trooper shot, it actually ricocheted in Jarvis' chest. It hit both his lungs and his heart. And the bullet never exited Jarvis' body. Oh my God. So, uh, they ruled my son's death as gunshot wound to chest by other. Uh, that was the manner of death, I'm sorry. And and well, that was the cause of death was gunshot wound to chest. And the manner of death was homicide. Um, the state trooper was not arrested, charged, convicted, indicted, sentenced, nothing. None of that. Um, he was found here in the state of Georgia, what they call a no bill. Um, the district attorney took the case in front of the uh, grand jury. And the grand, and it wasn't like an open court where, you know, anyone could come to listen to the case. Mm-hmm. She actually held the case in the grand jury room where we were not even allowed to hear anything presentation-wise, testimony-wise, or none of that. We were not privileged to, in, to listen to nothing. But she did give us a chance after uh, the presentation and the um, uh, testimony to come in and speak on Barbara's character, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the jury said their decision was due to lack of evidence that they were, uh, their decision was not to go any further with his case, the criminal case, and uh, found him a no bill, meaning the state trooper walked free. He walked free. Oh my God. Yep. He was justified, in other words. they ju- It was justified. They were killing my son. Here lately, uh, I was, you know, I'm always researching on my son, and I'm also always researching on the state trooper. Um, about a couple of weeks ago, I found where the state trooper was awarded a Valor Award for killing my son. Are you serious? I am serious. And also, he was promoted. And he has already been, he already, and they transferred him to another post. So, yes, they actually will award these police officers for killing our children, for murdering our children. He got a valor award with his, you know, with the picture. He's just smiling and gloating. And, you know, the right, the summer, the reason why he got the valor award was because he killed my son. Yes. I am serious. That's that's terrible. Yes, it is. That was like salt being poured over into an open. That's room, right. A that's right. Room. And I hit the ceiling. I just became livid. I was. I just became so upset. Cause I. I, I mean. I. I couldn't believe it. Right. You know. I just could not believe it. Right. Um, oh my God. And now, it's 
terrible, girl. This is something. This this fight that uh, we have found ourselves in. We didn't ask for this fight. We did not ask for you to take my son's right, life. Right. You know. And then, um, you know, what really during the trial, they only had one person to testify, and that was the Georgia Bureau of Investigation agent. Um, one person testified. There was no civilian witnesses. There were no expert witnesses. Uh, there was no nobody but the Georgia Bureau investigation agent to testify in front of the grand jury. So, um, can I ask you a question? Did yes. they did they pull his body cam? Oh, um, thank you for asking that question because there was no body cam. There was no dash cam. The uh, dash cam in the state trooper vehicle was not working, was not functioning. Asking that question. No, there was no body cam. So there, there was no body cam, no dash cam uh, of, of the state trooper of what actually happened that night. The only statement they had was what happened was the state trooper. Because there was no other police officers uh, on the scene. There yeah. were witnesses around there, but some of them, when they were talking to the news people, they recanted their statement. But when they talked to the GBI, then they told them that what they had said to the news media um, wasn't all true. So like they, they like they got scared. Like they got scared because because yeah. yeah. they'll be going against the police and they feel like the police can make their life hell. Gotcha. You went in. <laughs> I had my laptop with me. 
with me when I walked in that lady's office. I had my laptop. I had my notes. I had everything that I needed because I wanted to make sure that I was going to tell her my truth, speak my story. Mm -hmm. I want you to know what I know. So, see, you can't throw nothing over my my head. You know, there's not going to be no shade. I'm going to go right to your ass right now Mm -hmm. and show you what we wasn't told at first. But since I was able to get a copy of my son's complete file case from that sorry but uh, civil action lawsuit we uh, attorney we had, I'm telling you, girl, you talking about burn some midnight oil? I bet months, so. I burned some midnight oil for months getting my stuff together to go in front of this district attorney. I want you to know, again, we was in that meeting for three hours with that lady. Um, but while we were sitting there and I was able, when I say go all the way in and speak my truth, I mean, I mean, spoke my truth. I had that district attorney crying. I bet so. I had her crying. Yes, I did. I had her crying. I wanted her to understand how badly the loss of my only son impacted my life. Right. And others. And others. That you had it. I get that. I got it too. So we listened to that audio twice in her office. And that's, believe it or not, she called the eyewitness while we were in the office too. He wasn't at home, but his wife was there. And she, you know, explained who she was and the reason for the call. Um, That she uh, will be calling him back. Yes, she did. She had me to play that audio interview twice from the eyewitness that was not called to testify at the trial. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, when we got ready to leave, after everybody got through boo-hoo crying and tears and cold coming out of their nose and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right.
And um, I knew I had to go in hard. I knew I had to go in hard. Oh. I didn't even give her a chance to overtalk me. You know? Oh. I had revealed some things that's on paper. See, another thing uh, is, you know, when you read something on paper, it's one way. But when you actually hear the person explain it, it's totally you know, different, right? It's totally different. Right. When you can explain, yeah, my son had a criminal uh, history, but let me tell you how that criminal history oh. got started and why it got started. And once you explain it to her, she's looking at me like, oh, hell. But you know oh, what? Damn. Not to cut you off, that, that teased me off every time. Whenever, yeah. whenever they kill one of our children they always they always want to throw up the doggone past they had a criminal record that ain't got nothing to do with them sitting up there hiding the fact trying to hide the fact that they uh that they killed your son and that they around here killing people it still don't negate that like you did they did that that's some dirty behind stuff there you go Right. You know, to, to make us look like we wasn't nothing. We were thugs. Right. That our children are thugs when they have a criminal background. But that's irrelevant. It you really know, is. Like you killed my child. Yes, ma'am. You know? Yes, now, ma'am. after, um, let me back, let me uh, circle back. Once Jarvis, they had transported Jarvis to um, the hospital. Actually, my son died at the scene. My dad, my son died Jesus. at the scene. He didn't die at the hospital. They pronounced him dead at the hospital. But my son died at the scene. Um, when I looked at the video from another police officer, see, because when other police officers arrived on the scene, see, they had on their body cam. They mm-hmm. had a dash cam, okay? So mm-hmm. I was able to see or find the videos where they were doing CPR on my son, I actually could see my son's eyes open on the ground while they were doing CPR. Inadequate, uh, not properly done CPR, and you are kind of, you wasn't doing the right counts when you were doing your chest compressions. Because understand, I'm a certified CPR first aid AED instructor. For the American Red Cross. Yes, I ma'am. Taught, I taught CPR, first aid, AED, okay, to my employees. Uh, and watching them doing that CPR, my son, they wasn't doing CPR. They was killing him a second time. Jesus. They were murdering him a second time, you know? Because of the improper way of the way they were doing the chest compressions. And then my son... Uh, wrists were handcuffed in the front of his body. Come mm. on now. Mm. Yes, ma'am. Come on now. Jesus. Uh, honey, <laughs> I'm not through yet. I know. Um, when um, I saw that picture of where he received that dollar award for killing my son. Exactly, and then and then nobody ain't even thinking. It's in, that's that's that 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 ain't right. You mean to tell me that he had a dash cam in a car, but yet he did not have it on, and he no, didn't even the have the body cam? No, 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 no. The dash cam was not working. He had put in what they call a work order to his maintenance and oh, told them that his dash cam 
Instead of letting him switch out cars. Yeah. Georgia this is Columbus Columbus Georgia honey that is crazy They do stuff like that often down that way, huh? I heard the stories. I heard the stories. Mm. Federal 
I hope she win it. Just like I pray and hope that you win yours. (laughs) At the end of the day, at the end of the day, we all know who got a last say so. So when these people be doing this madness, when they be doing this madness, they don't think about, they don't think about who they got to face. That was confirmation. That's right. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. That's right. And you know, karma is hell. Hmm. Karma is hell. What you do in the dark is going to come to light. Mm-hmm. What you read, so shall you sow. Yes, Lord. I'm telling you. That is crazy. That that's 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 crazy. So I'm hoping that with this new district attorney, I'm hoping that she can shed some light and help you and your yeah. family. With yeah. this situation, and, and and you know, but you know what, you know what, whenever police officers, whenever if they get reports on them for you know harassment or brutality and this, you know all the stuff here, they need to start taking that serious. Don't give them, stop just giving them a warning. They need to take that serious. Yeah. Ain't no dog on pay leave or nothing like that. No, they. Like, they need to start putting stuff in place to where they actually face the actions of what they did. Absolutely. Stop all this doggone chasing behind these, these minor traffic stops. You yeah. Know, because if you see somebody do something wrong, it's a minor traffic stop, get the car tag. You can go and catch them later. That's if true. You find them later, That's that is true. one of the most deadliest things of being murdered by these damn killer cops. They want to Exactly. Um, that they are doing to us today. Next month, December 17th and 18th, um, we will be doing a motorcade march. It's Justice for Jarvis. Motorcade march on the 17th and 18th of December. And I also included the gun violence here in Columbus. Okay. The street gun violence, the community gun violence. We have lost 63 community young kids due to gun violence jesus and we are and i inserted that to be part of justice for jarvis motorcade march um because i want impacted families that have been impacted from losing their loved ones with gun violence to speak on behalf of their loved ones as well and like i you know i tell them I just spoke to one, uh, spoke a couple of weeks ago to a rally, and I let those family knew I feel your pain. I know what you're feeling. I know what you're going through. You know, um, so that's what we're gonna be doing next month. Also, you know, by Jarvis anniversary being on the 29th of December. Well, since I'm gonna have the motorcade. And supporters, and we have people coming from out of town, coming in to support the motorcade march with me. Mm-hmm. I decided to go ahead on 
Okay. What is that? What is that? What that is, it's like we're celebrating Jarvis. Okay. Um, it's like a banquet, a gala, where okay. I have guest speakers. We eat. We um, uh, fellowship. Um, but this year, I decided to change the itinerary a little bit. Okay. This year, we're going to party. We're going to have party. <laughs> like Jarvis likes used to party. Okay. <laughs> And where you say this is going to be at? Uh, it's going to be here in Columbus. Um, it's going to be on the 18th of December. After we finish the rally, which we you know should be through about 3 or 3.30. Then we're going to start Justice for Jarvis Angel Mercury Party. And mm. it's going to be from 5 to 10. We're going to have food. We're going to have a cash bar. We're going to have a DJ. Do you want to give out the location? It's called Unique what now? Unique Events. That's the name of the facility where we're having it at. It's called Unique Events. Okay. Awesome. Yes, ma'am. It's going to be from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Again, we're going to have food and non-alcoholic drinks, but we're also going to have a cash bar. Awesome. That is amazing. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay. well, yes, if you're able to come, please come. Please yes, ma'am. Cause I think when I met you, when I when I met you, um, I remember you and another lady. Y'all was talking 
Um, when y'all both, when y'all spoke, didn't y'all speak at the Revolt Summit, right? We, no, we were actually VIPs. Um, okay. In the audience on the first row, uh, we did have one of the mothers on the panel, Miss Betty Maddox. She spoke on behalf of the mothers um, at the Revolt Summit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they allowed us to make a statement if, you know, because they was like time consumed. Yeah. And we, um, you know, just had a few mothers that make a statement or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. What's the name of your yeah. organization, Miss Kathy? We are, I am a um, uh, board member of Georgia Moms United. Mm-hmm. We're based out of Atlanta. And our mission is supporting other families. Uh, providing resources to other families that are looking for um, any type of legal help that uh, probably need a utility bill paid or rent paid. You know, we um, support uh, impacted families. Uh, We also do um, we do Zoom meetings because we we like talking to the siblings. We also like to talk to the children of the lost loved one, you know, because this thing impacts everybody. It's not just the mothers. Right. It, even it's the fathers. We have fathers behind the movement right. that are members of Georgia Moms United. Right. Um, and I am on the board with the um, board member with our uh, organization. We're a nonprofit organization. Um, and again, we support in any way that we can. Do y'all have a, a, a GoFundMe page or or? We do. Um, I have one for Jarvis. Um, and then also Jarvis have a website that is coming up uh, in a couple of days. But he does have a Jarvis Lights GoFundMe. Um. I'm trying to remember, oh my God, um, how we get this set up. All right, go to Jarvis Lights GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. He does have a GoFundMe account. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Phenomenal, phenomenal. You are a strong woman and you are doing a great work, and I truly hope you get justice for your son. Oh. For your family. I really pray that you do. Absolutely. But the uh, new district attorney did tell us her before we left out her office, she will be reviewing Jarvis' case. She said, Miss Kathy, she said, don't, um, I can't promise you anything. She said, but I can tell you, Miss Kathy, I am going to review your son's case. After what all you have told me today, you are so right. There are some things that were not revealed. There are some things that were not done right, that was not handled right. She said, I will tell you that. She said, but the only thing I can do is just review. I can't promise anything, but I'm going to do my damnedest. I told that's all I ask. That's all <laughs> right, I ask. right. You know? I mean, that is so good. I'm glad that she is going to step in and do what she can to help out. That That's phenomenal. Yeah, that's all I can, that's all I can ask. Sound like that's the best uh, district attorney y'all have had, ain't it? Oh, 
district attorney who that this this district attorney that's in the office now, she was sworn in. She was not the one that actually ran for the reelection. Mm-hmm. She was sworn in to take over as our district attorney here in Columbus because the new district attorney who did win the election that took the office in January of this year mm-hmm. got himself um, got himself in a legal And it's a district of the oh, the one that got indicted and all that. That's the one that was in office when this happened with your son. No, no, oh, okay. No. The one that was in office with my son, thank God, we uh, voted her out last year. Oh, okay, we okay. Voted her out, and we got a new district attorney. Mm-hmm. And this new district attorney took the guy's place. Took the guy's place that got indicted. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, uh, didn't, didn't run for no election for this. She sure did. But 
the reason why they wanted to get rid of that guy so badly was because of the fact in his campaign speech, even in his victory speech, he said it again. I will be reviewing Jarvis Light's case. I will be reviewing Hector Areola's case. I will be going after an indictment for these uh, killer cops should they be found uh, with negligent misconduct, uh, unnecessary, excessive, and lethal force. I will be reviewing those cases because at the time it was just my son and another person um, who was killed by police violence here in Columbus, Georgia. Um, so that was one of his key points when he made it, when he did his victory speech and when he did his campaign speech, that this is what he, that was he going to do because he was for the people. Right. He was for the people and they didn't like that. And he was a Democrat. They didn't like that. You know, Georgia has been a Republican state until what, last year? Right. Uh, okay. That's some okay. dirty, that's some dirty stuff right there. That's, yes, that's low down dirty right there. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my Absolutely. God. Absolutely. Columbus, Georgia has a, a bad, bad racist uh, history towards black people in Columbus. And the only reason I'm in Columbus now, because I'm not from Columbus, Georgia. I'm from Montgomery, Alabama. Okay. But I got out of the military at Fort Benning here in Columbus. And Jarvis going to school, you know, playing football, basketball, track and field. You know, he wanted to, um, of course, graduate with his class, mm -hmm. which he graduated in 2001. Mm -hmm. I got out of the military in 98. And I'm, I mean, my husband said, well, you know, we're from Montgomery, Alabama. We're just an hour and a half away from home. Let's just stay and let him go on and finish, you know, with his senior year, let him graduate with his partners. <laughs> no problem. Mm -hmm. So that's how we ended up still being in Columbus. Um, and like I said, I got out the military in 98. Uh, Jarvis graduated in 2001. Uh, when I got out, you know, my husband's still working out at Fort Benning. And I start working. Um... So, we, you know, in 92, I had my last child, my daughter. She wants to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. going to school in Columbus and going, you know, graduating with her class. So I said, you know what? We might as well just stay on in here in Columbus. Lord, yeah. now mercy, why did we do that? But, huh? Well, I mean, you didn't know. who, And nobody would think nothing like that would happen. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Jesus. And all of them live right here in Columbus, Georgia. That is one of the main reasons, besides my husband still working, they are the main reason we are still in Columbus, Georgia. Mm. Uh, those, we have, we are grandparents of five. Jarvis had four. My daughter, she has one. Her daughter was Jarvis' most favorite and special niece. <laughs> Okay. Uh -huh. And so, you know, those three, his three daughters and his one son is what actually really still got us here. Besides, like I said, my husband is still working out there at Fort Benning, but 
he's getting ready to retire. And that's a blessing. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a disabled veteran. Um, I'm a homemaker now because of the fact of I, be, I was injured in the Persian Gulf War. There's mm-hmm. a storm, there's a ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and they medically um, honorable discharge me out of the army. Okay. My injuries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when people say, well, what do you do every day? What, what job do you have? I say, oh, it's called Justice for Jarvis Lights. Right. Right. Justice for Jarvis Lights. That's my job. That's crazy. They ain't right. got, you know, but the, <laughs> they ain't got nothing to do with what you do every day. You know, are you gonna help yeah. me get? Are you gonna help me get this message out that you're trying to get out about your son and about these police and other people? You know, exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So I go hard. Um, my name is very well known in Columbus, Georgia. Jarvis' life name is very well known in Columbus, Georgia, as well as other cities and states. Yes, you ma'am. Know? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Because I. That's terrible. Well, I thank you so much, Ms. Lights. So much for uh, taking time out to talk to me about your situation. Absolutely. And spreading the awareness about your situation and about the organization that you're on the board of. And about you know how you're how you're moving forth and how you how you're staying optimistic. I, that is that is such a blessing. That is a blessing. You are an inspiration to many, okay? Thank you. Yes. Yes, yes. ma'am. And you keep and going. I'm always there for anybody, you know. I'm there for them. You can call me. I don't care what time of morning or night. If you can't sleep, you just can't sleep. You feel like talking. Call me. I'll get up out the bed and say, okay, let's talk. <laughs> I believe that. Tell me what's on your heart. This is K-Knowledge, Preservation of One. Thank you.